Welcome to another episode of the Founder Institute Founders Corner. The Founders Corner is actually a series we do um, to showcase some of the brilliant ideas by the founders in Founder Institute. And most of these founders have built very, very amazing companies and solving solutions to some critical problems that we experience in Africa. Today, we have with us Hafsatu. Hafsatu is the co-founder of IK Services, and she's here with us today. Hafsatu, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, how is it going? How are you doing? Okay, I'm doing well. So recently, people have been asking what is IT services, and I think is is actually almost everywhere on social media. Um, recently, you you did a kind of an event. What was the event about? Oh, actually, we're doing the event tomorrow, Saturday. Oh, oh yeah. Saturday, 15th of May. Uh, we're doing a virtual launch. So you you made mention of um, German trained. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, German certified. Okay. And, uh, German curriculum trained. So the certification is directly from the German government, actually German Industry of Commerce and Trade. You you, you do the training. Sorry, can you hear me? 
Yeah, I can hear you. I was asking. So yeah, we do the training, but we follow the German curriculum for the training of the technicians. So oh, that's brilliant. Careful when you say German trained, it's it's not quite the same as uh, you know people would assume that maybe they are trained in in Germany or by German. German certified. Yeah, but the German certification is directly from the German government, and as I was saying, Ministry mm. of uh, Industry and Trade. You would see the seal and everything on our technician on, on our technician certificates of assessment. Uh, as for the training that we do, we, we're in partnership with ITF Industrial Training Fund. It's like a 50-year-old Nigerian um, organization. It's an agency under Ministry of Trade. Um, it's done really well. They run like they run themselves like a private institution. And we did our training with them over here in Ojota. Mm. Um, so uh, IT, um, the German partners that we work with uh, already had an existing relationship with ITF. So we just made use of that, leverage on that, and uh, use their curriculums and everything to train and upskill our technicians. And our main goal and vision as, uh, as a company and as a business is to raise the standard of technical skills in Nigeria and also to raise the status of yeah. the raise the status of technician. Very important. And for our customers, you know, we're living in a very different and um, volatile times. Anything just happened in terms of security and health. Uh, there we're in a pandemic right now. It's not over. So, you know, our technicians go through a lot of um, screenings and vettings to make sure that uh, the customer is safe. We have health screenings, we have security vettings on top of the skills that are very necessary and crucial to the job that we offer and services that we offer. So right now I can really tell you that I can confidently say that there is no company or platform that's doing what IT services is doing because of the level of investment that we've put yeah. in, you know, nobody is really doing that. And uh, as we look in, in, as we look at the bigger scale and look at um, wider goal as a company, or even globally, if you look look into the, you know, on-demand industry and gig economy all around the world, there's a lot of complaint about ethical concerns. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, ethical concerns in terms of you know, workers', workers rights, workers' um, compensation, workers' um, well-being in general. So as mm. a company, that is what we're trying to bridge and close that gap. So even globally, we have a value to offer globally. We're starting off here, a step at a time, and uh, hopefully we'll conquer here and then everywhere else by being <laughs> Yeah. It's, all about it, it, it's, 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 it's really remarkable what you're building, actually, because almost every every Nigerian I know, they always complain about getting skilled workers. Um, if it's not the problem they have with their plumbers, it's the problem they have with their electricians. And so so it's, it's really remarkable what you're building, actually, and, and well done. So we are going to come back to IQ for a while, but really want to talk a bit about how Shatu. So probably just give us like a background. What was your upbringing like? What 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 led to you building such an amazing business? 
Um, my upbringing, well, in terms of school, and yeah, in terms of school, I, I went to school here in Nigeria for my um, higher education. I did all of my junior education here in Nigeria, and then my higher education, I went abroad and uh, I studied international relations. So naturally, I always had an interest with, um, you know, leadership. Uh, had an interest in diplomacy, government, politics. Then I went on to study international relations at a very, very um, international location and country, which is Switzerland. You know, Switzerland is known for its diplomacy, is known for its neutrality and, uh, you know, sort of unique democracy that the government over there, uh, the country practices. So I was fortunate yeah. to be there and study my international relations there where is a very international community and all the international organizations are over there. So it really gave me the um, confidence and also education that I really needed to uh, you know, be in what I do, be doing what I'm doing now, which is, you know, basically social, um, social entrepreneurship, and right. social work. So that's a little brief of uh, my my background. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so um, a follow up to that. So what actually led IQ services? To what what prompted the idea? Did you just wake up in the morning and put the light bulb moment, or you had an experience that made you to say, okay, why don't you solve this problem? What what actually led to IQ services? Yes. Well, you know, just like you mentioned, it's a it's a huge problem and a recurring problem, a common problem. Everybody complains about it in Nigeria, you see, you find that in Nigeria and maybe, you know, developing countries, um, people complain a lot, but nobody solves the, the problem. Nobody, <laughs> nobody yeah, wants right. to, to have a solution. So I just thought- People are just frustrated. <laughs> yeah, people are frustrated and nobody is really bringing in a, a solution. The only solution is that we go and import talent from abroad which is our neighboring mm. country, our neighbors they come in here and you know we, we have 33 percent unemployment and we're still going outside to importing and importing workers which to me it doesn't really make much sense of course nigerians are capable of doing a lot they, especially these types of jobs we are definitely capable and have uh you know competent workers that can do something not even on our own standard but on a global standard so IQ services is trying to build that where we raise the standard to match the German standard which is like the world leading standard in engineering and yeah. and all of that so that's what we're trying to reach and compete with um, so that is what led to the idea definitely the problem was there and I just had to solve it as well as my background in the non-profit sector and youth development sector because mm. before i got into entrepreneurship i was fully into and running a non-profit organization called i am change and change is a youth development organization that i founded in 2015 so we've done some skills acquisition and 
youth development programs and definitely one of our one of our um you know as, as a country one of our hopes is to build the, the to build the capacity of youth through skills and entrepreneurship so we figure that out and uh, we I just thought okay maybe I should put this into a more you know um, on enterprising structure and build upon it okay um that that that, that that's that answers it and uh, I, I know by tomorrow, by the time you launch fully and um, you, you get into operation, the next thing you start talking about is growth and how to expand because this, the solution you have is really, really, is really, really um, vital and is a solution that almost everybody needs. Um, so the question I would like to ask is what sort of partnership do you, do you seek? What kind of partnership are you, are you asking for? And uh, what if, if it's a private um, entity, what kind of private um, enterprise would you want to work with? Um, government institution, where are the areas you think government can come in to help in, in what IQ services is doing? So what, what sort of partnership in general? Okay, well, what's, we have partnerships in training right now. We have partnership in like day-to-day uh, -day running of the business like logistics and um, certifying partners, you know, the foreign partners that we're working with. So in terms of what partnership I'm looking for, definitely uh, a government partnership will be good for us, whereby we take our standards and apply it to government programs and, you know, the reputation on like a certain standard for government uh, maybe not Lagos state but nationally there is a perception about yeah. standards low standards if i might add so like to raise that definitely our mission is to raise the standard of skills and if government can join hands with us we definitely like to assist in that okay um that, that, that answers it um, so, so an investor is listening to you right now, wherever the investor might be, and investor might be asking, so um, IACI services is a very nice idea, so where do I come in, how can, how can investors actually support, is there room for, for investors? Oh yes, definitely there is room for investors, we haven't even done any rounds, any um, fundraising rounds yet, to be honest, but uh, if I think we're we will, our growth. I think you you answered. You, sorry, you asked about uh, the question about growth, right? We would like to reach a certain level of it's growth. Still bootstrapping for now. Yeah, so we'd like to reach a certain level of growth before we attract that or look into that. You know, of course, we need traction. I believe we're already on a, on that path. We've already gained some level of traction, and you know, as you know, how we process is once we reach that stage once we get to a place where we need expansion and all those other things we'll look into investors but it's not something that is really um a priority for us right now okay okay um i i, th I think maybe i should come to i think uh, one of the big questions in in this panel um being being female um, 
what does it seem like like venturing into a seemingly male-dominated uh, field being an entrepreneur in the 21st century and coming as strong as female so what were some of your thoughts when you were actually thinking of being an entrepreneur um, did you feel any form of um, intimidation or any form of i can do this um, so so how have, how have you been able to navigate as as female founder you know what to be honest i think all of those fears and concerns and uh, other things probably i dealt with them earlier on and i can't even remember how how i defeated or overcame all of them because right now i have no atom of fear or any issue only any worry or me looking at myself yeah. as a female or being limited because of my gender or any types of things so i just uh, what i ensure that i do is i follow the doctrines of my faith i do the right thing and uh, make sure i'm not offending the most important um important aspects and factors of my beliefs and everything and that's it but in terms of you know the fear of, of competitors or the market or anything uh, i i really don't have any of those fears okay so so what, what would you say to to young female entrepreneurs or even entrepreneurs out there that I mean, some of these fears uh, most of them they are thinking oh how do i get started how do i navigate i i don't know how to compete in this kind of space so what what word do you have for them okay i just want to add that it doesn't um you know gender discrimination exists so those fears are all they're valid the fear is valid for a female entrepreneurs being female in nigeria period it's uh it's a very scary reality for female in nigeria especially in business or in government or in leadership it's it's completely it's even dangerous to some extent you can call it dangerous and, and risky to venture into these places but i think with the right preparation and the right knowledge of things with the right having the right mentors the right education um yeah pre- being prepared having the right support having education which is all part of the preparation knowing what you're going into self belief um i think you can do it so that's what i will tell the female entrepreneur or any ambitious female person just uh, have these three things you need to need genuine support not people taking not people that are you know pretending to help you to take advantage of you or lying to you and stuff like that sometimes you cannot avoid it i hear stories where you know females are so vulnerable and discriminated against in that they run into those things you can't you don't know i mean it doesn't even have to be by a male it can be by a female where yeah you're, you're right yeah you're putting in so much work and then you're just being taken advantage of in the sense that you're not being compensated or you're not being lifted and uh to the right level where you what you deserve you know you're not being compensated or supported uh enough so it's not even just like a male versus female uh, female kind of thing it cuts across everybody so just um have strength and strength is not only about overcoming trials or overcoming yeah. difficulties 
strength is you know being prepared to do the right thing having integrity and being truthful and being honest with yourself that is what strength is to me because there's a lot of misconception about oh if you've overcome so much trials as a, as human beings we all face trials and we have to overcome them we're right. naturally resilient right so but yeah. being strong is like you knowing the right thing following up with the right thing saying integrity, the truth being Exactly. Be following the right path. You cannot be jumping from point A to point hundred in one day. You follow the right path. Do what you have to do. Like I said, the preparation, the education, the right support, and go for it. You just have to go for it. Yeah. I, I, I think this is a, this is a good place to to ask. Um, and what, what has been your biggest lesson as a founder or, or in life generally? What has been your biggest lesson so far? Well, I think the biggest lesson is honestly, if you want something done right, you have to do it yourself. And also, uh, ultimately, you can, depending on yourself, you cannot really rely on anybody. You just have to, you know, do it do everything on your own and uh, of course with support nobody is an island and, and stuff like that but you just really have to put in the work there's there are no shortcuts basically there are no shortcuts no matter how much you think you can cut corners or you have privilege or whatever you really just need you have to put in the work and you there's, there are no shortcuts in life basically um and uh, yeah, there's so many lessons. It's a difficult question, difficult question to ask. Like, what <laughs> there have been a lot of them, and you know, just you know, value your most important. Don't take your, don't take your good friends and loyal family members, your close friends. Don't take people for granted. You know, whoever is there for you, don't take them for granted because you might lose them. And even if you don't. You know, you lose them one day, definitely as um, the rule of life, you lose them through mortality or you lose them by taking them for granted. So, you know, just jump to that. And, uh, so okay. That's yeah, I think you've, you're giving so much already. <laughs> so... Um, so, so what can... Uh, I wanted to ask... How, how do you manage the pressure of work? Like, how do you manage pressure as much as possible? Because as an entrepreneur, you have a lot of I like that question. I like that question. You know what? If, if, you're, if you, that passion, I'm sure we've had so much about passion, going to what you love, yeah. what you like, you will not work a day in your life. That quote, I'm sure you've heard of that quote before. <laughs> yes, I have. So, you know, I think it's so important. Honestly, that's what I was saying. Like, you have to put in the work and know what you're into. Like, be genuine and, um, you know, just be, what's, what's this frame or what's this um, text? You know, be intentional in what you're after. Huh? Really like what you're going to do. Believe, that self-belief that I also mentioned earlier. You have to have it. Yeah for what you're into so you wouldn't feel so much stress because if you're doing something that you don't really believe in or you're not passionate about i don't even think it's possible to survive 
with the amount yeah. of stress we faced with. But right now in IT services, to tell you the truth, once I look back and see so much that we've done since last year, you know, I started FI in February, the pandemic and lockdown started mm-hmm. around March. Uh, for Nigeria, the lockdown was in March. We had to go back online. And you, you remember how it was, right, Tofi? So Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't easy to plan and everything. Yeah. So after that, we graduated around summertime, June, July. And then I pivoted so many times. We changed our models, our partnerships, securing our partnerships. We've done so much. It was mm-hmm. quite a uphill climb for us, you know, and uh, so many ups and downs. Um, so I mean, just that entrepreneurship journey, it was real. Like all of those stories you hear about how crazy it is. We've gone through that and we've come out of it. This year, equally, uh, we've launched now. We're already in business. Um, so Okay, yeah. So so actually, what, what, what role can you say FI played in, in, in Nike services? Well, just like putting putting in perspective the uh, you know structure, how structured your business should be, and also a little experience and a lot of inspiration, so much inspiration, and you know just um, just everything that a, an accelerator or an incubation program should be. If I provided that, I must say, and also the ecosystem, you know, being being lucky enough to have a physical set have physical sessions you know i think cohort two is the last to have had the physical session before the pandemic yeah before the pandemic everything is online now so having those physical sessions having mentors coming every week had see meeting founders meeting ceos and the, like direct- the connection was just there Yes. Well, yeah. The connection. What you mean? Connect connection in what way? Though? What do you mean? Like the like the physical session. You connect with people physically and you're able yes, to. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that, that human action and sharing ideas, hearing stories. Yeah. It was very much helpful, inspirational, and uh, helpful to setting up our business and the founders, of course, the cohort members and the founders very very helpful to each other and you know supported like i said that's why i mentioned support mm. okay supporting. I, I, we have a group yeah okay i i think we, we might run the talk here and i'll just ask the final question as i will from you know uh, where do you see ike services in the next um say five years Five years, I see IQ services um, expanding internationally and also region-wise. I see us branching out from Nigeria and covering the sub-Saharan region, West African region, venturing out and achieving our mission of raising the standard of skills. Okay. Thank you so much. It's it's been an amazing moment with you actually. 
and I've, I've gotten a whole lot. Um, starting from talking about your idea, your startup, uh, moving over to talking about what inspired you, how you were able to cope with all of these, um, talk about your vital lessons and also your vision entirely for IT services. It's been an awesome time speaking with you, Havsatu. Uh, thank you for joining us on this podcast. And I really want to say thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. So so we look forward to, to the great news from, from IT services and how you are going to be able to really provide solution to this deep problem. Like I believe somebody is there punching his hand and say, please solve this for us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and thank all that. Yeah. So yeah. thank you very much. Uh, have a nice day. You're welcome. You too. Thank you.